ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Birds are chirping, pollen is landing, children playing outside, it must be spring, and oh boys, what is it about this particular stupid season that turns everyone into Walt Whitman? It's the silly season. It's the, uh, it's the <laughs> cabin fever has broken. You are no longer hauled up in your cave. Hibernation is ended. <laughs> so you get in that car and you go explore the world, man. That's what it's all about. It's just, I do wonder if as native and current Southerners, we can never really relate to this. Because even though it gets cold here, I, I don't get the cooped up feeling in winter. Um, no. Maybe I'm also not a renowned outdoorsman also. I hear a bird chirping right now. <laughs> Is it at your place or mine? Because birds are landing on this windowsill. Yeah, it's like a it's like no, a Disney I think movie. This, I think really is. Background. We just mentioned spring, and a fucking bunch of birds showed up to help us get dressed, just like a Disney mm -hmm. princess. <laughs> Yet another similarity. So, <laughs> exactly. So, but that is what today's show is all about. In our new format, we're trying some new things, trying to do things a little Mix differently. Mix it up, you know. I try to just think of, you know, what what would be, not necessarily topical, but what at this point in time that we're recording, might somebody be writing a poem or have written a poem about um, around this time of year? And immediately when I started thinking on this, doing the exhaustive prep work I do for 16 minutes between uh, queries exporting at work. <laughs> um, I said, well, it's spring. I bet there's a lot of jackassy poems about spring. And uh, I was certainly, certainly not disappointed. I think the one, the work that we're going to focus on today did catch me a little off guard. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to have our own Shiny Majors read this because Ooh. he did a stellar job during the table read. But before we get to that, I just want to bring you into what some poems about spring from famous poets might sound like. This one from E.E. E. Cummings. Uh -huh. I do it love is called E.E., e. you're coming on me. <laughs> the, name, the name of this poem is, in brackets, in just, then there's a hyphen afterwards. I don't have a clue what that means. Um, we might oh, well. <laughs> we might do an episode on this poem one day, but it is this. In just by E.E. E. Cummings. In just spring when the world is mudlicious, the little lame balloon man whistles far and wee, and Eddie and Bill come running from marbles and piracies, and it's spring. When the world is puddle wonderful, the queer old balloon man whistles far and wee, and Betty and Isabel come dancing from hopscotch and jump rope, and it's spring. And the goat-footed balloon man whistles far and wee. 
I don't have a fucking clue what that's about, but I know it's about spring. <laughs> it's it to me. It's terrifying. It's it's almost like a Flannery O'Connor <laughs> work. The the I, balloon man. Yeah. Like there's a goat footed balloon man. It's it's an it scenario. In spring, the goat footed balloon man awakes to feast. Yeah. Um. He is gathering children up to consume their souls Child and catcher. essences. Mm-hmm. A veritable Chris Benoit <laughs> is this balloon man. <laughs> it's. Here's one that's a little more on the nose. Come, fill the cup, and in the fire of spring, the winter garment of ripping its fling. That's terrible. The bird of time has put a little way to fly, and lo, the bird is on the wing. Who's that by? That's it? I don't know, some dude. <laughs> some fucking Love dude. it. But yeah, you know, it, it. they all conjure up images of kids frolicking in the wood, a goat man eating them, birds and bees, Sa- blood sacrifice. flowers and trees, blood sacrifice. It is the time of renewal. It is the, the time of the great greening. And it is also the time that it's time to go down to Panama City Beach. Oh, yeah. Get the, or Daytona. Get license plate. Rich kids. Maybe you go down to Cabo. Get out of here because it's time for spring break as well. And that is the niche poem that I figured out existed doing this is there's a lot more poems about spring break than you guys think there are some of them are dumb poems probably written for a class much like many of our sean majors poems. no you said dumb um i'm not starting with you today not this is the new format this is the new format (laughs) we are so finished um but yeah you know things like oh me and my friends are going to the thing poems like that and then there's this one from a different point of view. Written from the teacher's perspective about spring break. Shawnee, take us down the old patharoni. Well, Hankins, what you what you found, I think, is is perfect for this show. And we can get into the validity of writing poems about spring and spring break. Why are there so many? It's about poems spring about break. Springtime. And what's on the other <laughs> side? So you, so what you sent to us was a screen. These scre- girls went down and they slept with some black guys. <laughs> it's a screenshot. And now she's pregnant inside. What a, that does not sound like a rainbow connection. Um, the <laughs> Someday Stop you'll it. find it. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> the spring break connection. Connection. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. It's the spring break connection. The sun lotion. Oh, Mari Povich. Now they will both go. Is he the father or not? It's not a bad Kermit the Frog impression. Hmm, Kermit the Frog here. Whenever, whenever y'all hey, are done, just let me know. Sidebar, sidebar. Please. So the the guy who used to do Kermit the Frog voice uh, after Jim Henson like uh-huh. had a contract dispute. Yeah. And so like they didn't renew his contract because he wanted more money. So like the substitute Kermit guy took over. He sounds terrible, really? terrible. Oh. He was on Jimmy Fallon or something Thanksgiving spectacular. It was awful. Does he sound like he should? Jim Henson's no longer signed. Does right? he sound like he should be running a touchdown, running for a touchdown at a rugby game? Yeah, he was game. like, "Oh, Kermit the Frog is here to celebrate uh, Thanksgiving." Am I right, guys? Fozzie Bear. <laughs> is Frank Oz still alive? He is. Yeah. Why don't you just get a? I don't know. He's a man of a thousand voices. Yeah, that truly is. Yeah, just just 
before anybody starts tweeting us, Jim Henson died a, a long, long time, time ago because he didn't go to the doctor. He's like, I can cure this with like my stones my and my crystals. The love of a child. <laughs> he thought the dark crystal was real. Um, he went down underground, met a bunch of weird ass Muppets, and he died. Mm. R.I.P. R.I.P. Too soon. Yeah, way too soon. Me too soon. Hash, hash brown. Pound me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poem that <laughs> uh, Hankins sent over was a screenshot of a message board. And Hankins, you don't remember what message board it was. It was on the dark web, though, right? Oh, God. The very okay. dark web. Uh, the title of this forum posting is The End of Spring Break Poem. Warning, adult-ish. Yeah, like black-ish, the less but successful not really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Counterpart to mm-hmm. black-ish. Mm-hmm. The poem is prefaced with the caveat, I don't do poems, but inspired by my favorite children's Wait, are you book, reading this or are you saying this? Because you, you don't do poems. <laughs> Ever. You are correct. You fuck, yeah. I don't do poems. Fine, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, we Punch got that it. up, Hankins. Everything's fine. Put that as like the Thank intro and the outro to the show from now on. Sean Majors, <laughs> I don't do poems. this long experiment. Mm-hmm. This long experiment where I tried to get Sean to finally admit it. He finally has. Thanks. We can stop yes. this charade, guys. Mm-hmm. When you're done. But inspired by my favorite children's book, Go the Fuck to Sleep, I tried my hand at a free verse poem yeah. lamenting my... Re- One thing, Shani, and I do apologize no, please, for continuing please, to please. interrupt you. This, this work comes from ProTeacher.net. Okay. I... So not even a poetry no. site. Just a site for teachers to hang out. Like an online teacher's It lounge. seems like um, ripe for superintendents or whoever is in charge of this kind of stuff to, to go, go through and see who he, who, who's yeah, next to fire. Track who's, some IP addresses and get next. these crazy folks out of my school. Yeah. Uh, the teacher ends this preface by saying, and of course I must use the only word that can truly convey my feelings this time of year with high schoolers. Now, just a heads up, this poem falls apart at the very end with, se- will, with no. several, s- several, no. that's <laughs> crazy, you're going to the beach, several grammatical errors. So not only is this person, it, not only is this person emotionally un- incapable of teaching students, I'm not sure he or she should be teaching English, whatever it is. Well, they could be, you know, a, a health teacher. Sure. Or a computer applications teacher. Something that doesn't involve grammar or imagery. Imagery. Image tree? Image tree. <laughs> How lovely is that tree out there? It's springtime, guys. Look at that tree. See, I can do it. The title of this poem is called Shut Up and Do the Fucking Work. And the Trigger wh- warning. Trigger warning. Oh, trigger, trigger warning on this. TBMA. Hell. Technically, it's, it's, it's F at sign ampersand. Pound yeah, work. and we'll we'll post this online. Um, yeah, so it doesn't say fucking. Shut up and do the fucking work <laughs> by ProTeachers.net. Spring break is over. Tomorrow we head off to school. The last phase of the battle begins. Summer won't come soon enough. My lesson is prepared. My whiteboard updated. Student success is my goal. I hope it's theirs too. Take out pencils. Open your books. Please follow directions. Let's begin. 
Wait, where is your pencil? Yes, I was speaking to you. I don't see your book either. Things haven't changed. You still won't do any fucking work. I have asked for everybody's attention. Directions given, the assignment is clear. For them, not you. Because you won't shut up and do the fucking work. Directions are followed, the class is quiet, students work in groups. Except you, because you won't sit the fuck down and do the fucking work. Tandrick. <laughs> Final grades will soon be issued. That went, that went quick, that time between spring break and summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most most of my students are on track. Some wonder what they can do for an A. Eh? Eh? You don't care about your F because you don't care to do the fucking work. Demetrius. <laughs> your parents are concerned. They schedule a conference. Why do you have a failing grade? Simple. You won't sit the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. And do the fucking work. Starlicia. <laughs> Parents promise lasting change. Alliteration. Your, your phone is taken. Video games too. TV is a thing of the past. Still, you won't do any fucking work. Parents have given up. Chaquanda. <laughs> Parents have given up. They did everything they could. And I'm going to read the rest of this poem exactly how it's typed. And the words are used. Parents have given up. They did everything they could. They lasted two days before they tired. They no longer care if you do any fuck work. <laughs> it is it is F at sign ampersand pound sign. They don't. They no longer care if you do any fuck work. Summer, this teacher is very angry. Mm-hmm. Summer, has, summer has arrived. My students will advance. The universe will not be kind. After next school year, you will be back in my class. Fuck! <laughs> and I will be greatly surprised if you ever shut up and do any fucking work. Wow, we had a lot of things happen in this poem. Tons of things. Well, actually not a lot. But none of it was any work. No work was no, done. No, no. Especially not fuck work. Because <laughs> you won't shut up and do your well, you damn fuck work. Well, here's what I don't get. So the school year <laughs> started out in August, and we're in March, April-ish, so yeah. there's like a month and a half left. This time of year. This teacher's had this issue with a student for seven months, yeah. and there's like a month and a half to go, mm-hmm. and... They haven't figured out some sort of engagement or some sort of plan to get the student on track until now. The parents are this just now coming in. The F is on the teacher here. Yeah. Now, I do get senioritis Ooh, and whatnot. Maybe sure. the last nine weeks, you kind of tail off. But still, the first three nine weeks are good enough that you pass for the year. But this teacher, they failed here. They <laughs> have done the failing because they don't call the parent in until this late in the game if you've been getting zeros all year long Mm-mm. of course there's nothing to be done that here now and i under, i understand where the students coming from they're bored they're they feel like they can't succeed so that's why they're not gonna do the fucking work because they know it's a lost cause welcome to betsy devos's department of education <laughs> new topical my issue 
aside from the like massive grammatical errors at the end and um you get the feeling that this this person's spring break was just ruined by the thought of going back to school just to see this back to the job that they hated oh god they cannot wait and (laughs) cannot wait you know maybe this kid just needs needs a new approach yeah that's what you need to do. You need to do your job. Not everyone's a high flyer. I mean, I went through public school never having the thought that my teacher fucking hated me like this. Sure. Never that never never <laughs> having the thought that they <laughs> never even crossed my felt mind. that way about anybody, even like the bad kids. Because they were professionals. They were professionals. They didn't fucking write, go on proteacher.net, can't spell anything, slash edu. It's probably a millennial teacher, am I right, guys? Oh my god, don't get me started. Millennials. With their video games and their TVs. And their boo-hoo, let me post about it. Let me vent. Television's a thing of the past. (laughs) Now we're all using holograms. (laughs) Welcome to the TV of the future. Take out pencils, open your books. Please follow directions. Let's begin. <laughs> it's a robot teaching this class. Take out pencils. And that's exactly, when you read that thing in the beginning, I was like, that's just a robot. That's why the, the student doesn't care, because they're not being treated as a, as a peer. This they're is be- why we yeah. need more human poets like myself. Well, I, I'm not, less, yeah. Less <laughs> robot poems. Mm-hmm. Poets. Now, this, this could be a very good sort of... Uh, I guess, review or criticism of the education system. I know you brought up Betty DeVos. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it, it's, it does sort of put, maybe maybe puts on a, a set of lenses for you to look at, because I think most of the time, us being older now, we sort of relate to the teacher, like, hey, come on, guys, let's, if you just do sure. the work, you'll be fine. Yeah. But I think we forget that there were a lot of times that we were bored in school. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe sometimes the lesson wasn't engaging. You're going through some stuff at home, and you bring that to school, and you just don't want to be there. Maybe uh, your your high school teenage love life is going so poorly that you have to express yourself through some very honest and open poetry. That yeah. 25 years from now, yeah. your and so-called maybe. best friends... We'll uh, use it to uh, make you maybe just want to swallow a whole bottle of blood pressure medication. That's and possible. Maybe you're in class and you're really just trying to fuck. <laughs> maybe did you ever think about well, that? That bitch is spring break. <laughs> it's the time of fertility. <laughs> My teenage hormones are going absolutely crazy, and this broad next to me broad. has seemingly found breast over spring break and I cannot get past it so the only thing I got this hard and cylinder shaped in this class is under this desk and it ain't no pencil so quit riding my ass let me ask you this teach when's the last time somebody asked you what year Columbus sailed the ocean blue cause I just got a feeling that that shit ain't gonna matter but I gots to dip my wizzick if you understand me. I get the feeling that as poor, as low quality that this teacher is, he or she is probably teaching what year Columbus sailed the ocean blue in junior year high school. <laughs> right. Welcome everybody to uh, AP Physics. Uh, please um, open your book. Um, and John, go, go ahead and, and start reading. <laughs> 
And it's just a fucking passage about Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where is your pencil? Uh, ma'am? Ma'am? Stop touching me, yeah. okay? Getting a little too handsy here. Unless you want to show me what it is I can do for an A, because I got a pretty good idea of what I can do. Do you think that, you know, this is a sad aspect of, uh, you know, something we see in the news all the time? Um, teachers and kids having inappropriate relationships. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a relationship that went south because he or she was Ooh. dating the student in question? It's possible. During spring Ooh. break, the. Uh, the object of their affection went with their cohort down to Panama, Panama City Beach. The teacher saw it all on Facebook. Saw it on Facebook, mm-hmm. saw it on Snapchat, mm-hmm. and the student came back and broke up with the teacher, and now mm-hmm. the teacher is going to punish that kid by giving them an F, if you will, Making instead them do of the F word. Yeah. And ensuring that they think, are back I mean, in that class I think next the teacher, year yeah, as a way to... Yeah, I think that that teacher gives themselves away by saying you won't do any fuck work mm-hmm. we took that as a, a grammatical no, no, error no. it could have been literal this is right. an educator uh, the easy a is no longer on the table <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, by, by that we'll do you mean a, a dvd work. copy of easy a starting yeah. Yellowstone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you get a gender identification from how this poem is written. I think it's from a male perspective. It's a male teacher. Me too, Creel. Yeah, I think it is too. Me too. I think that the teacher is decidedly male, which is why it's so creepy, because if it was the other way around, that's a different well, story. The, the student could also be male together. too. I mean, that could that could happens. Be. 2018, Hankins. Yeah, Hankins. Could Don't be. give us your gender hey, bias right. o- over yeah, the podcast man. like you always do. Always. Giving us your stereotypes, oh. your gender roles. Old stuck in the past, Hankins. Get, <laughs> Old confused about everything, Hankins. Old still says tranny Hankins. Get in the now, dude. Get in the now, old man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Download uh, Gay Dorado and hop on board. <laughs> That's a callback, guys, and it's a good one. Uh. What? Like, nothing in this poem seems bad enough to have gone on myteacherpro.org and written, like, this seems like a regular gripe um, of of any teacher. I I, I do get it because at this time of school year, the... uh Everyone, everyone's just that spring break is just a tease, man. Oh my it god, it is a total yeah. tease, just because you know you just got another nine weeks left, and then everyone's gone. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just looking ahead. When is May twenty fifth roll around? Because oh, when it does, you know it's just gonna be like every scene in the movies. Kids are ripping stuff out of the lockers, throwing it on the the floor. They're blaring, they're blaring playing. that man. School's out for summer, so I can get it. The spring break is just a tease. It's a, a small little sample. It's the appetizer it's just the tip. to the full meal, which is coming, baby. So, yeah. Hey, guys. I get you, it. You, you want to hear some comments from other teachers from Ooh, ProTeacher.com? Yeah. <laughs> on this poem? <laughs> what did they say? What did mm-hmm. they say? Your poem was great. <laughs> you are a poet. I do not teach poetry. This. Can, can, can we go? Can we go in on this comment? Uh, I know this is a poetry podcast, but sure. as a poem, is there structure or narrative or imagery here? Not do you great. guys like? Do you think that this is a poem, or what do you think? I very rarely have take issue with any structure because 
poetry's poetry, man. Like so. Well, we, we did do the E. E. Cummings uh, yeah. earlier, which is just you know synonymous with free I mean, verse. Just do it however you want. You know, we went through centuries where the quote unquote best artists painted pictures of Jesus and horses, landscapes, straight lines. Mm-hmm. Then a fucking radical chaos agent mm-hmm. came along by the name Randy Moss, <laughs> by the name of Jackson Pollock. Yeah, and he just did shit that blew everybody's mind. Sure, sure. Then like some guy named Rothko came up and just painted a bunch of squares, and that's all he did. All he did. All he did was them squares. But you know, if you like it, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. So for a poem, this it doesn't either way. You're just neutral on it. Um, yeah. As far as structure, is it boring? Yes. Okay. Can you write a good, quote unquote, good, enjoyable, interesting poem about? No, go- no you can't. Mm-hmm. I would argue that you can't do that at all about spring as a larger topic. Just like I said, you can't do that about sports. Mm. In our sure, a dream sure. of a love of the third baseman or whatever. It was mm. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great poem. Um, the, the overlying, a few things come through from these teachers and these comments. They all feel like this is a first grade student, which leads me to believe that these are all first grade teachers. Oh, on that's books. even worse. I didn't get it. I thought that's it was even, high school. Wait, they say high school in the poem. Because at the end he's like, you're going to, you're going to repeat my class. Not like you're going to repeat my grade. In prefacing, in prefacing <laughs> this poem, it says, of course, of course I must use the only word, blah, 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 that convey my feelings this year about high schoolers. About high schoolers. Yeah. Which means that teachers don't read context or read <laughs> understand words. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here's a teacher run by the name, run by the scream name of Chronic Fun, who just writes, "Fucking beautiful." Fucking, come on, guys, you're professional. But it's it just... is fu. It is spelled in the same way that it is spelled in the poem. Hey, I, I do, I do symbol. take issue with if you're gonna use that sort of language, just use it. It reminds me of it. Yeah, that was my thing too. Just say it. Fuck. Reminds me of an old uh, Louis C.K. joke, which. Uh-huh. Uh, talk about getting in the fucking now, buddy. <laughs> Where he says, um, "I hate it when people use the N word," and then he says, "Not, not the real N word." But when people not the actual when people N-word. actually say yeah. the the term the N word, because now you're just putting the word yeah. in my head and mm-hmm. I'm saying it and you're just a blonde lady on CNN mm-hmm. making me say that to myself who, and then he like who won't let me take my dick yeah. out and beat it in mm-hmm. front of well I don't think consent was a real problem with was an issue with with Louis CK it was a problem it was an issue <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't think that stopped him from doing anything but that's the same concept here uh, you know just say fucking yeah, I think if you're if you're banging the student, just say it. For me, the poem the poem is there's something there. Now, granted, I agree there's not a whole lot you can do with this. Sure, but it could have it could have been better because you know the first part is just saying the scene. We're coming back to school, and then like the last two thirds is just like you won't do the work, you won't do the work, you won't do the work. No matter what we do, you won't do the work. I get it. Just just it was it was too long. It was too long. It, it could have been shortened up and tightened a, up and made better. Maybe were, were there any like uh, comments like "Here's how to make this better," or was everyone just like "Preach"? Oh God, no. preach. Everybody's just though they're they preach, love it, tight palm. Um, Beachy girl mm-hmm. says, 
BG Girl says, I remind my students almost every day that if they just do the work and turn it in, they'd pass the class. They act like I'm asking them to poke their eyes out with a fork. What a condemnation of the education system that they just say, do something and hand it to me. You'll get yeah. out of here. Beachy girl gots to get down to the panhandle. <laughs> Beachy girl gots to have some boiled peanuts and oh. get her damn tootsies into the surf. Beachy girl ain't here for a lot of grading papers over spring break. Beachy girl just wants you to give her something. Yeah, you're right, Hankins. I do think this for a larger sort of audience. Uh, now, I don't know if we have any students listening to this, especially high school age, but... It should be taught in classes, quite frankly. The, this podcast? Oh, 100%. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think it is interesting to to think about how many... Uh, now, I know that there, there is a, a larger sort of problem in finding good teachers, and sometimes just it's whoever can has a pulse ends up being the teacher and it's kind of a failure on us (laughs) and i sort of think that this is maybe a not so subtle jab at that because the person writing this doesn't know that they are the problem nor are they the solution sure the narrator yeah the greater problem is that there are people like this still around that yeah uh, you know and we also don't compensate our teachers we don't re- we don't exactly as as a country do a very or good value job at it attracting good people and keeping good people right i mean right. i i have two friends who quit the profession altogether because they taught public school in alabama yeah it's a tough gig I'm, I, I i will grant you that and it's definitely not compensated uh well enough it doesn't attract the attract or retain uh the best sort of cream of the crop. The state of Pennsylvania has given them mini bats to fight off uh, right. people with guns. Mm-hmm. To ward off attackers. <laughs> now, I think maybe... They mu- couldn't give them like a human-sized Louisville slugger. They had to give them a mini bat. Yeah, I, th- I think generally just my biggest concern with this is the... Not that there is vulgarity, but the vulgarity is framed in the context of a demand. Oh, that's and that, a demand. And that, that's, that's sort of the, the sadness of... Uh, what's going on here, and maybe sadness in the society is in general is that a uh, school isn't uh, doesn't exist for the the measures and methods that it should. It's become more of a a demand, and that's what I don't care for. So uh, I, I didn't care for it. I'm I'm not like all the other teachers on the message board creaming over this. Cream, um, that is. Mm, you can keep it. you can they keep my it. cream in the can on this one. <laughs> Does it change anyone's opinion if you find out that Hiffelman, the author of this poem, has a uh, an avatar on this message board? Is it that green frog? That is (laughs) Pepe. That is a meme. Oh, that. Oh, if it'd been Pepe, I'd been loving it. That is a meme of Doctor Evil and his council laughing, and that meme says, "Meanwhile." In the staff room, and then the quote is, let's schedule all the tests on the same day. Oh, Oh, this is that sort of teacher that doesn't, you know, consult with the math teacher in English department and social studies when they slap that biology test on Friday. Gotta coordinate that. Gotta coordinate. Don't don't schedule all that at once. And they get off on it. You know he gets off on it. 
Well, I think I think the meme is is to the con because it's Doctor yeah. Evil. The evil staff are all plotting <laughs> these things on the same day. Yes, it is that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look at some more of these avatars. Man, there's there's a there's a, a section on ProTeacher.net that is the vent, which conjures up images of the chew or the view. Yeah. Hey, does the pro? Do you think it stands for professional or like an advocate? I think it's uh, <laughs> I'm advocating. I think it's prostitute. Dot prostitute. <laughs> Here's an avatar that's just uh, uh, their their screen name is Tardis. T dot A R dot Doctor Who. Reference. So obviously, doc, big Doctor Who fan, and they've got a a, a picture of the sexy tenth Doctor right there on their avatar. A sexy what kind of Doctor? Uh, temp. The tenth. The tenth. Doctor, oh, Doctor Who number ten. Oh, no, I don't the, know. the lady. Um, no, this is a sec- this looks like Harry Potter from this oh, angle. Okay. I don't know. I don't know Doctor Who. I don't I'm know. Judging, I, I don't I know. Just, I know the latest one is a is a lady. Chronic Fun, who who left us the the very uh, interesting comment of fucking beautiful, has an avatar that says, "Come to the dark side." We have cookies. Hey, hey, Hankins. Uh, just to switch the subject a little bit, we've been slamming teachers. Do you have a teacher that you want to give a shout-out to that, that made a difference in your life? Clara Pynchon Cobb-Smith. I believe that if I called... I don't know her last name is because it changed You don't a know lot. her last name? But she, if I called... It could be a, a Lawler-Norris Lee situation. I just oh, told yeah. you all of the last names she like, had hey, while I was in school with her. Those were all of the last names that I knew her right. as while I was in school. I don't know which one is Maiden. I think it's nope. Don't know. I don't know her maiden name. Um, but I believe that if I called her right now, and I had gone to jail for doing anything, but no matter what the crime Having was, she would say, "Yes, yeah, yes, yes." She would have said, "All right, Hankins, hang on. I know these white folks got you hemmed up. I will be right there. I guarantee you that would happen. I never will forget to this day." Um, the bassist. For the Dorvales, um, went to high school with me, <laughs> and he was very friendly with the English How teacher, friendly. who I was also mm-hmm. in her class. Pretty friendly, if you oh, catch my drift. And um, and and Miss <laughs> Miss Pension was telling me one day, Hankins. She's also the first person who ever just called me Hankins, which I'm pretty appreciative yeah. of. Hankins, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know your cousin, <laughs> tight with that woman down the Uh-oh. hall. I know they eat. I know they eat cheese and crackers together. Whoa! But you, but you, you better watch them. <laughs> what? Are you saying on this lesson, podcast? Buddy. Yeah, I think the statute of limitations might not have run, Hank. Well, it's, it was fifteen years ago. So. Well, I don't know. Some of that, some of that sex it's, stuff. Is... That's where Hankins gets the fifteen-year window. Oh, that's why he's such a fan. That's where of it. it is. I get it. That's where mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am shook. By this new revelation, never forget her. I'll never forget her. Well, that's long good. That we all we all know that there are great teachers out there. Yeah, of course. So. How about you, Creel? Oh, she was dog shit as a teacher, but she was cool to hang out with. Like, she wrote this fucking poem. She just because because she understood the gimmick of you dumb kids don't need to know any of this stupid whatever whatever you know. When you get to a certain point in high school, they start teaching you minutia history. Or like you know, it's it's just a uh, uh, they just dabble in economics. Yeah. She understood that none of us were going into those fields, sure. and that we didn't. We just it, she told me many times, 
about uh, a tough, we had a very difficult math teacher that literally was across the hall from her. And she would, she would only refer to teachers by their position, it, their classroom's position to her, that lady down the hall, that man across the hall. <laughs> um, but she said, look, do what you got to do over there. And the best you can do is a C or a D, you better CD your way up out of there and get out of this school. <laughs> That's true. It's important to, so, to yeah, learn what she, you can and learn the system and yeah. learn the material. If I knew that. Who, who was y'all's favorite teacher buddy? Gosh, I mean, I, I've had a lot. Uh, I think uh, we were, Sean and I were in a, a program in elementary school with a, a space teacher who was really excellent. It took us on a whole bunch of cool field trips, like to the... And spaces. It was like a gifted program. Yeah. Not, uh, we weren't taught just space. Right, right, right. Uh, she was she was she was really cool. Um, uh, some great teachers in high school. My government teacher, uh, who's still teaching there, was awesome. Really cares about the kids and still does. Um, I think more for me, I I I liked my uh, grades K through twelve teachers a whole lot more than anybody in college. The college ones, I think, were just I don't know. I never had much a connection to them. But for me, it was just pretty much everybody. I was lucky every year to to get somebody that that seemed to care. And whatnot. Um, Sean and I, we, we shared, we went to, uh, full disclosure, like grades one through 12 at the same uh, school. Uh, and we shared a couple of years. I know first grade and third grade, we had the same teacher. And then in middle school and high school, it was just hit or miss. Um, do you think that, I, I, I can't remember this, but they took us out of class to go to space class. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember anybody making fun of us for doing that. Any more than we already got made fun of. That was a mistake. But do you, like, I was never in, I was always proud of it. Now I'd be like, I'd feel bad or. Well, yeah. Wait a we, minute. Was it gifted or did they just tell us it no, was gifted? No, it was gifted. It was gifted. It was a special class? Right. Uh, it was different then. I, I know <laughs> on Malcolm in the Middle, it was sort of like a, a, a red, like, stain on them to go to, like, the, the yeah. gifted class that they were made fun of more than anything else. Um, well, I mean, my, my favorite teacher, um, you know, he was, he was pretty, pretty out there, you know, he was unconventional. Um, he actually, he, he had a famous name, um, but... Is, he, is it Kevin Klein and you're saying he was out there as in that movie, In, in and, and out? out? No, 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 okay. I do love that movie though. No, 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 this, he insisted that, um, you know, we call him John... Um, you know, he encouraged us to, he always said, I remember, make our lives extraordinary. Ah. Uh, you know, he liked to, um, like to jump up on desks and tell us, oh, and tell Jesus us about Christ. poems. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, he got, he got fired and like somebody we, we hated took over from the class and, what? you know, but, but he came back in class to, you know, get his, like his personal effects. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember one of my friends uh, shouted to, to all of them, uh, you know, signing a letter to... to um, Save his job or to something? To get John, John back. And, mm-hmm. You know, we all... I'll never forget, we all stood on our desks and, and saluted this man, John Keaton, with, Oh, Captain, my Captain. Mm. Um, somebody told me they made a movie out of it, out of it, but, you know. Then Robin Williams killed himself. Yeah. I distinctly remember the first day of ninth grade English class. My English teacher did stand on a desk 
and say, oh, captain, my captain. Are you kidding me? Not a single one of us got the <laughs> yeah. reference. Hand to God. Not a single one of us got the reference. That's because not a no single eighth or ninth grader is going to fucking watch the movie Dead Poets Society. Yeah. <laughs> That's an adult contemporary She is now piece. dating a guy that I graduated with. All right. Well, I thought she said don't eat the cheese and crackers with, with the, the kids. No, a different teacher. Oh, okay. Oh, no, this was not Clara. Okay. No, no she, Clara Cobb Pynchon Smith would have never got up there and said no bullshit like that. She was the type that would clown you for coming for presentation day with a wrinkled shirt yeah, on. Uh-huh. Clown your bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, she loved it. Oh, now, we... Loved it. Also, also, before we get away from this, because I know our executive producer is listening, mm. and if we don't say shout out Clark Roundtree, oh, yeah. we will be called into the office. Well, that's... So definitely shout out Clark Roundtree. That's, that's what I was going to say. Um, you know, I... Hankins and I graduated from the same department in college, and... I think we we were at a time when we had some very 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 good teachers in that in that department. Um, you know, it, it was it was an engineering school, and we graduated from a liberal arts degree. So it's not really you know a, a, a department that was necessarily supported a great sure. deal. But yeah. you know, and and a lot of these teachers were only around for a short amount of time. Uh, the seemingly they were there just for us. Saw that they had saw the best that they could see. Yeah. And got out of Dodge. Yeah, it's sort of, it was sort of like a stepping stone. It's not like yeah. the... the uh... Some of them are still teaching, some yeah, of them aren't. right, right, right. But, you know, we were there for that that window, and I, I think we were really lucky to um, to have people like that. Um, Chris Paul, the non-basketball player. Mm-hmm. Julie Ferris, of course, <laughs> was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and Clark Roundtree was the was the head of that department at the time. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I, you know... Definitely treasured that the education I got there, and you know, before college, it was there were there were a, a lot of good teachers. There were some assholes though, which yeah. looking back, it's just like why are you why are you doing this? Yeah, now that I think about it, I had the same math teacher in ninth grade and eleventh grade at Grissom High School. Mm. No, this was her last name started with an N. You didn't. You never had her. No. Did she teach senior math as well? No. No. Okay. No. But I, she, I had her for geometry and then trig, and she was the toughest, meanest. Yeah. She whispered, and if you complained that you couldn't hear her, it was just like, it would set her off, like, five alarm, like, screaming at so you. So her last name is not your first name? No. No, 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 okay. no. Uh, we'd have to pull out the yearbook. I don't think, you, if you never had her, you wouldn't, like, really recognize her, but she was a terror. Yeah. She was tough. Yeah. But she learned some math, which was what her job was. She used to have the great, yeah. greatest personality. But I think yeah, I, I think, think even... that gets to the heart of this jackass that wrote this thing. <laughs> yeah. Is you don't have to be a cool teacher. Right. You that that's not part of the job description. Yeah. But you do have to be able to teach yeah. something, and you do have to take a kid who's who's having a rough go of it and figure out a way to get them up out of there with enough sense that <laughs> that they've learned some things. And you can move them on to the next game. Exactly. Um, and that's where that's where my anger with this poem comes in. Like, look, dude, there are much easier jobs that pay just as shitty as this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go get one of those. Not everybody gets to have their summers off, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if if I had to grade this poem, which you know I'm apt to do, you know, at the tail end of the podcast. Yes, you are. Yeah. I would say that. This is a solid, it's a B, a solid B. Could use some extra credit, a little love. This teacher just needs to go back and 
like they always used to make us do when we would turn something in that wasn't great, go back and rewrite it. Yeah. Get a little more structure. Redo it, dog. Throw in some rhymes. You can rhyme school with cool and fuck with luck. That sort of thing. <laughs> you can write that at a high school poem? Yeah. I think I think there's something here. It just it just not a hundred percent there yet. Yet. So I'm gonna join the message board and write a comment that says, oh, nice. Hey, Yes. And here, listen to this for some feedback, and I'm gonna throw up a link to the podcast and see what happens. Oh shit! <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a bad that's idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and let's let's get some double feedback going on this. So. Oh man. <laughs> I can't wait to this is the number one podcast hated by teachers. <laughs> Cold. <home. laughs> I should have saved that for the outro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, oh man! By the way, let's pay those teachers. All them that are striking Seriously, in Oklahoma, man. West Virginia, the money. Arizona. The, open up that checkbook, the money. man. Everybody gets their money. Open up that checkbook. Give them their money. It's hard. Some of them aren't good. It's hard, man. I got to tell you guys, there is a thing in my life that I was not ready for. Is when you have kids relatively young, or any time really, but you know you have kids kind of young, and you and you're the same age or a little older than the teachers they have. <laughs> In fucking fury. Paging Dr. Freud, am I right? It's very weird, man. And you show up and you're like, "Why? what do you know? Yeah. You can't know anything. You were at Ole Miss six weeks ago. You don't know anything, hotty toddy. What do you think you're doing? And the math. Oh, God. Don't even get yeah, me started. Yeah, with this new core. like common oh, core hey. math. Like four plus four equals whatever you want it to be. Am I right, guys? Oh, man. Common core. Millennials triggered. Ugh. Hash browns. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been a very rousing, unorthodox edition of the podcast that lambast terrible prose und fiction. I am Matt Hankins. That over there, Sean Majors. And there in the highest chair, the esteemed Judge Creel. This is the podcast that will not be on in your teacher's lounge. This has been Cold Dog. Ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a boy free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die. Cold dog soup and rainbow pie.